Welcome to Happily Ever After is just the beginning. Keeping your relationship not just together, but happy, and we mean truly happy, is part art and part science. You've come to the right place. Here's your host, Leslie Dorries. When you hear the word intimacy, what comes up for you? Was it sex? Yes, that is potentially one form of physical intimacy, and it is one that many couples expect to be a part of marriage. But right now, many couples are not engaging in that kind of intimacy. The number of sexless marriages seems to be exploding. And it isn't just an old married phenomenon. Many young people aren't having sex either. So what's going on? Today, I'll be taking a deeper dive into what goes into a healthy, enjoyable sex life with sexual performance coach and author, Brian, Uncle B Ayers. <laughs> so Brian, <laughs> thank yes. you for being on the show and talking about mm-hmm. a very important and popular topic that somehow couples don't talk about together. So, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, yes. So. Um, So you've been working as a men's sexual performance coach, which I'd like to explain exactly what that is, but also um, you've been doing this for over 20 years, but so Mm -hmm. what changes have you seen in that time? Sure. Okay. So um, sexual performance coach really quick. Uh, Basically I deal with the men's side of things, the physical side of Mm -hmm. things, not just, you know, the, the pills, the health side. I mean, that's part of it, but it's Mm -hmm. like, what do you need to do? Every day, um, okay. your workout, your eating, your sleeping, all of those things that combine into your sexual health. And what I've seen over the years, the first thing that I've seen is that the um, the people who I talk to are getting younger. Mm. Uh, you know, even when I was uh, when I first started, it was sort of surprised me when I was talking to guys who were, what, let's say I was 28. I'm talking to a 22 year old. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have any problems at all. Um, but yeah. now I have guys who are 18. And you are you to, serious? Oh yes. oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. And we have guys who, you know, uh, the latest stat is that 30% of men under 30 are uh, virgins. So that's a huge chunk of uh, guys yeah, who are just, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, and so what we have is uh, over the years, things that were a problem then have just steadily compounded. For example, we're talking about a level of health. When I was younger, McDonald's closed. Um, and now we have 24 seven junk food, uh, TV, uh, actually went off the air and now, yes. you know, you have TV and 40 million channels in your pocket, um, at all times. Um, and so, you know, our sleep patterns have changed. Our level of stress has gone up. I mean, obviously with the, the global <laughs> that happened, mm-hmm. um, that, that, exacerbated some things. Um, and also just the way that people, especially on a relationship side, uh, relate to each other. So we're talking about shifts in cultural norms and, um, and even in the way that we communicate, you know, I often have to remind guys, it's like, yeah, you know, it's a difference between sending a text emoji and walking, just walking over to her and touching her. It's a, <laughs> It's a huge, hugely different, uh, phenomenon. And of course we have to deal with the, uh, 
the elephant that uh, is in the room that everyone pretends not in room, which is uh, which is porn, uh-huh. which is a you know it's in your pocket. So yes. uh, <laughs> yeah, why why deal with a real life human being when I can just open my phone, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, and even if you're dealing with a human, a live human being is still on your phone. So it's, uh, exacerbated. So that's, um, things that were problems before are bigger problems now. Well, and it's funny that you, you mentioned this because, um, my, my kids are in their twenties and, you know, I remember when my daughter was younger, it was, she was trying to plan a play date, you know, a, a, a sleepover with her best friend. And they were doing it by phone. I said, you know, if you actually talked to her, if you like punched the call <laughs> button, you guys could have resolved this in like 30 seconds. But there's all this back and forth. And, and you do, you see these, you know, you see these young people in the same room and they're texting each other. It's like, they're sitting right next. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, they're not learning the skills. Yes. Yes, very much so. They're not learning the skills. And I mean, even before that, I mean, uh, considering what you do, considering what I do, it wasn't, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it was Dr. Ruth was like the only person who oh, was yes. talking about it. And so we, we're coming from a generation of folks who really didn't have the information, leading to a generation of folks who are not getting the information or the actual social interaction that led up to, you know, <laughs> even the uh, uh, uninformed information from the previous generation. So, it's been a, a nicely packaged, packaged downwards <laughs> spiral. Mm. Uh, that's 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 coming to a head. I mean, it's a good thing that we have folks like you and myself speaking up and giving people yeah. the information they need. So, one of the things that you know, you were talking about that this is getting younger, and it's like, oh my gosh, eighteen-year-old guys are coming to you. Which I mean, I'm glad they are. I mean, I'm glad that they're mm-hmm. actually looking at this as an issue. But it's like. Oh my goodness, this is, I had no idea that it was that young. Um, although I did know that, that, you know, over the years, the, and it doesn't surprise me that people are in their thirties and virgins because just because it doesn't surprise me. So <laughs> what is it that men are not paying attention to when it comes to their sexual health? Cause you were talking about a lot of different things that I think people <laughs> don't necessarily go, Oh, that impacts my sex life. Oh Yeah. Well, the way that I think um, men and obviously it's, it, it, we're talking about humans, so it's the same right. thing, but men and women differ in uh, the sexual health uh, arena in that uh, sexual performance arena in that men have a member that needs to move. So right. I call it the 80-20 rule. Um, 80% of men's uh, uh, sexual health is physical mm-hmm. um, and 20% is mental and where for women, it, 80% is mental, 20% is physical. As long as you have lubrication and no pain, then you can have sex. For men, uh, there are a lot of things that uh, affect your energy center. Um, okay. As humans, we're supposed to go forth and procreate. So all of our, as a man, the way that you can tell your health is by, we have an indicator stick in the middle of our body. Right. That indicator stick is not working correctly. Something else is not working correctly. So everything in totality needs to work correctly. And I broke it down into five different areas. Um, I call it ESEIS. That stands for E, that's E-S-E-I-S. That's energy, sleep, exercise, intermittent fasting, and salt. Five different areas that doesn't matter if it was 200 years ago or 200 years from now affects all human beings because we do eat. We do need to move. We do need to sleep. We do need to take a break from eating and we need to deal with our stress levels. 
Well, I was going to say with the number of people who don't sleep, I mean, you know, we are we are definitely a sleep deprived, definitely in nation, mm-hmm. but probably I would say you know, mostly, especially if you're in the, any kind of the Western society, you, mm-hmm. sleep, sleep deprivation, it's almost like a badge of honor. <laughs> it's like, stop, you need sleep. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we look at it, it's, it's very, from a historical standpoint, all of this is very new. Mm-hmm. So for... Uh, the past uh, 200,000 years of us homo sapiens, you know, doing our thing over the past 100 years, everything has sort of gone sideways um, and is showing up very quickly now. Um, so we're talking about, once again, sleep. Um, over half the United States didn't have electricity at all 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the food processing uh, manufacturing industry kicked off in the 60s. So you didn't, the possibility of, you know, our grandparents, great grandparents eating meat at every meal was almost impossible. Right. Um, and so, you know, the processed foods wasn't there. So you were typically, you know, you'd go outside and you'd eat something, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you pluck it or pull it up out of the ground and you eat it. Now we don't have access to that. Uh, so that's the, the energy that's going into us. We're lacking that sleep, the exercise, you know, uh, you had to walk everywhere, you mm-hmm. know, just a good 60 years ago and a hundred years ago, obviously you're walking, riding a horse, which is still exercise right. to a point. Um, and even with intermittent fasting, you know, we're told you got to eat. And it's like, you got to break too. <laughs> um, so we're eating all the time and we're stressed out about stuff that doesn't even, you know, a hundred years ago it was like, well, there's a bear that's on the loose in the town. And now there, my cable bill is due. <laughs> same. Our body sees the same right. stress, but you know, in, in different ways, obviously. Yeah. That's, that's the one thing is that our bodies don't, don't recognize the difference that you, once, once the physical cascade is set off, it's, it's the same, no matter what the source is. So mm-hmm. talk a little bit more because um, you know, Talk a little bit more about the importance of intermittent fasting. The other ones I, I get, but that one's kind of a new one for me. What makes, what is it and what makes it so important from a health standpoint? Sure. So for intermittent fasting, basically you're taking a portion of the day and just not eating. Um, I call it skipping breakfast. So, um, <laughs> Which typical... I could never do, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, for the typical person, you know, when we talk about intermittent fasting, we're talking about a 16 window, 16 hour window where you're not eating okay. and an eight hour window when you are. So for example, okay. for myself, I will uh, typically for me, I try to eat early. I'll uh, have my last meal roughly seven o'clock and then I won't eat again until like one or two o'clock the next day. Okay. Um, and what that does is several things. I mean, the first, first thing, first and foremost, oh, well, let's be very clear. When we say intermittent fasting, that means you don't want any solid food going into your body. Also, you don't want any, basically only drinking water, mm-hmm. uh, unsweetened tea or unsweetened coffee. And even with the tea, we're talking about not the sugar, not sugar, <laughs> uh, the, 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 uh, apple or, you know, apple tea or something like that. We don't want anything sweet. To, mm-hmm. for our tongue okay. to, um, to touch that. So uh, with that being said, what happens when, you, when you're asleep, your body, uh, human growth hormone levels are going up, your testosterone levels are going up, everything is going up. As soon as you eat something, all of that stops because your body has to like, well, you're, the most dangerous thing is what you just stuck into your mouth. Whether it's good food, bad food, your body has to sort it out. So it's mm-hmm. going to say, hey, testosterone, we're done for the day. Um, you know, let's, let's, let's take care of this. 
And so if you're not allowing your body one to digest the food that's already there, that, you know, maybe left over from the night before, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, one, you're going to pick up weight Two, it slows down a bunch of processes your body's supposed to have. We're supposed to, you know, if you think about it, our ancestors couldn't eat breakfast the way that we do because there was no refrigerator for the chicken (laughs) eggs or the milk or anything else that we're eating. Uh, it's like how many days in a row you're going to be killing the cows for, for, or the pigs, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just way too much. Uh, even just building the campfire first thing in the morning, every morning would be, um, tedious. So, uh, you know, all the way up until the 1920s, it was just a common thing for people to just drink coffee and that was Mm. it. Um, or, or water, you know, if you Mm -hmm. have access to coffee. Uh, so Breakfast is a new phenomenon for us. Um, and, you know, uh, uh, access to milk, even for the cereal, it, it, it all is right. all very new. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when you do not allow your body to uh, fully digest the food, you know, is it turns uh, uh, rancid, if you will. Yep. Uh, it, it, it causes all types of problems. Um, and, you know, of course, is, you know, anything that's left over is going to store this going to store that extra poison is fat. Uh, and so you end up it's with situations where we are constantly not allowing our body to re- repair itself. It's gotcha. supposed to take in energy, uh, do the digestive system thing, and then you go to sleep. It finishes out. And then the next day you get to start over again. We're just saying, well, just yum, 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 yum. We're just gonna <laughs> keep yeah, we just, we just go to the refrigerator because it's all or the pantry because it's all right there. And that's exactly, you know, we, yeah, we don't even need to go to the grocery store or even go outside to pull up something out of the out of the ground. It's literally right there waiting for us. It, it can be delivered hot and fresh from Uber. So oh, that's it's, true. Yeah. Mm, yeah. The, which was a lifesaver over the last couple of years. But yeah, we don't want to get into that. So this is Happily Ever After is just the beginning on webtalkradio.net. I'm talking sex and sexual health with Brian, Uncle B. Ayers. He's a sexual Mm -hmm. performance coach and author. And the chance that you and your partner are on the same page sexually all or even most of the time, eh, maybe not so much. Um, And this could be a real problem. And, you know, Emotional and relationship factors can also come into play when you're not having the kind of intimacy that you want. So if you want a complete marriage, I can help. I invite you to schedule a free, no obligation, five-star relationship consultation to uncover what's getting in the way of having the relationship you desire and deserve. You can reach me by email at leslie, L-E-S-L-I, at foundationscoachingnc.com. That's F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N-S. Coaching, N is in Nancy, C is in charlie.com, where you can reach me by phone at area code 919-924-0463. Again, that's 919-924-0463. And I want to get back to this conversation about um, sex and sexual health. So, Brian, what is it that women don't understand about men and sex? That is uh, complicated. <laughs> now, now, there's and, you know, and, and you know, and be brief, but be specific, right? <laughs> okay. Um, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's actually very complicated. It's very mm-hmm. much tied into our health. Uh, you know, we uh, uh, we give life. I mean, that you have to give uh, to in order to be healthy enough to create sperm. 
mm-hmm. which is, you know, you're giving life, you have to have energy. And so that entire en- encompasses your entire entire body. That's the reason why we have the uh, easiest, once again, that's energy, sleep, exercise, intermittent fasting, and soul, because it's all of that. And if mm-hmm. you're missing one of those pieces, um, getting healthier takes a longer is a longer process. Um, and I'll just, uh, just to give you a, a very quick example of how this works, Valentine's Day, which uh. is the worst day for men when it comes to <laughs> sex. If you're already having problems, this is this day is the perfect example of how it gets worse. So you're yep. already stressed and then you're going to go out and get her some chocolates and you're going to have some chocolate yourself. Well, that sugar is going to um, lower your testosterone levels uh, temporarily, like 30 minutes, but the mm-hmm. older you are, the less in shape you are, it's going to last longer. Uh, then you're going to go to that uh, good meal where you're eating some, you know, let's say steak and potatoes and right. maybe a lobster tail. and sur- Rich food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the animal flesh is going to cause inflammation in your body and that's going to slow down the blood flow uh, going to uh, your penis for an erection. Um, and then you're going to have that dessert, which is once again, you have some more sugar there and going to have a drink, which is a al- alcohol is a, a poison that happens to make us feel woozy. <laughs> and then you're going to go straight home and try to cuddle and have some sex and that is not going to work out well for the guy who has any levels of problem i came up with these sexual performance scale it's Mm -hmm. a scale of one to ten where ten means everything works one means you need to go to the hospital and five through seven means that you're unreliable five is like you have to do a lot of foreplay for um, an all right erection seven is well it depends on the day and what i just did um, that'll lead to you being unreliable or not. Um, eight, nine, or 10, it's like, Hey, it's, uh, you know, you have, uh, erections on demand, spontaneous erections and, um, morning erections. Mm-hmm. And so most guys who are at that five or seven, it's very, that's when they start, you know, coming to me. Um, right. that's, that's when it's like, well, if, uh, and it's important for the ladies to understand this because if you want your man to one, live as long as possible and to be able to make you as happy as possible, you have to focus in on his health. Um, you know, and it's, it's sort of a weird thing because for the ladies, you can, you can eat and do, and you can actually have a drink mm-hmm. <laughs> before right. having for men. No. Okay. The answers. No. <laughs> um, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, when you're younger, you can have that drink and then go and, you know, party and stuff like that. And it'll work. Uh, but now, hmm, no, <laughs> as you get older, that's, that becomes less and less of a good idea. Well, it's interesting because as you're talking about, you know, women and paying attention to their men's health, which, okay, now Brian, I'm going to tell you that that can be an uphill battle. I remember once having literally a fight with my husband <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> to to get him to take an aspirin. I mean, it was. I mean, it was just like, okay. I mean, it was like, okay. And you know, it's the the, the things that men will not do not say. Um, I, I mm-hmm. almost luckily he was very sick because I also got very angry with him because he also got COVID and he did not tell me that for two nights straight his fever oh, wow. went over went over a hundred and four. Because <laughs> we were sleeping in separate rooms, I, it's like because I don't want this, and it's like, and I only found out because we were part of this study, and he was telling the the, the people who come to to the house. I'm going, would have been mm. nice if you shared that with me, but I, <laughs> I was not a happy camper. So how do we get men to 
be open to taking care of themselves. Because I mean, I know a lot of men, you know, I don't go to the doctor. Like it's a badge of honor. I'm like, oh, stupid. Well, it's, um, it's pretty easy for me. I just tell them, I just relate everything straight to their penis and <laughs> start paying attention. For example, it's like, hey man, you know, if you go to sleep, uh, you'll be better the next day. Right. Just go right over the head. Right. Hey man, mm-hmm. you know, if you get better sleep, you'll have morning erections. Really? Uh, right. How many hours do I need to sleep? Is there a certain position? Right. right. Can I set the alarm? Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, I had a, a person in the comment section for my YouTube channel uh, say, hey, guys, he's just fooling you by he's trying to tell you to be healthy. And he's just talking about your your erections. It was like, caught me. And I mean, pro- be- it's like, and the problem with that is what? I don't. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, if you tell a guy something that relates directly to something, you know, it's like, what, what would you rather lose, your your penis or your right hand? Well, I can use my left hand. There's, <laughs> we we know this about, you know, that's that's a that's a, a valuable, a valuable possession down there. It's called family jewels for a reason. Mm-hmm. So uh, if we're equating that to that, it's like, you know, hey, uh, you know that if you're eating this, this is a result then they're more likely to pay attention. You know, you tell them you're going to gain weight, man. You tell them you won't be able to, uh, you know, you're on the erection scale, you're down below four. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, oh, well, uh, maybe I can eat something else, and right. a little bit less of it. So uh, that's, you know, I have uh, on my YouTube channel, I have uh, 150,000 subscribers and, you know, uh, millions of views. And in the comment section, you have guys who are like, yeah, I did this. I did that. I made this change. I did. And I truly believe that uh, two things. If you're on my channel, typically you're trying to look for an answer anyway. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. once you hear the answer and it's it's confirmed by other people in the comment section saying, sure, yeah, yeah, I did the same thing. It, it clicks and it is a process. It does, um, you know, for me, I was a, five on my own scale. I came up with a scale, but I was a five and I had to um, make adjustments and it took a while because I didn't have anybody else to talk to about this. I was just doing research and coming up and like, oh, this makes sense. This makes sense. I've been doing it for years before that. So I had a background in it. But when I turned it to the health side, it was like, that's when a lot of things started clicking because before it wasn't a problem. You get older, becomes a problem. Then you're desperate to find the answer because, Uh you know, um, uh, I have guys who wouldn't get go on dates, wouldn't get engaged, uh, were losing marriages because of that particular issue. So I want to I want to mention this because you see the commercials all the time for the little blue pill or, you know, <laughs> so so what is what is problematic about going that route? Oh, well, um, a bunch of reasons. Uh, first of all, <laughs> uh, it's a fix. Uh-huh. So um, you're going to end up with this. You have the exact same issues that caused the problem to begin with. Uh-huh. So, you know, you weren't getting sleep, you weren't exercising, you weren't eating correctly, et cetera, et cetera. And now uh, you add in something else into the mix uh, that is, um, that's, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Not um, natural. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, bad for you. <laughs> uh, really, because and I'm saying that from the standpoint of if you are um, the way that Viagra works is by blocking the blood from leaving out of mm-hmm. your penis. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why you can end up, you know, there's a chemical that lets the blood go and Viagra basically kills that chemical for a right. short period of time. If it's too long, you get the four, four hour erection and all types of problems with that. Right. But once right. again, you know, it you haven't it you keep taking it over a period of time and your body gets used to it and it's sending blood. But it's like, hey, the real reason is that you are, you're uh, there's too much inflammation in your body. And, you know, this is a warning sign to stop. Right. You you're you know, um, they call it a canary in the coal mine for a reason, because it's letting you know, like, hey, uh, uh, the canary's not chirping anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, may, we, 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 we might want to take a look at this. And you know, before we run out of time, I do want to address something that you talked about at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And um, what is the what is the issue with porn and how does that impact Sure. So with porn, uh, one, masturbation is uh, just it's a natural thing that's been throughout history. That's not the issue. Porn right. has been throughout history. That's not the issue. The issue now is that it's in your pocket. It's 24 seven. It's free. And also you're dealing with a screen. Mm-hmm. And so when you're uh, emotionally, I mean, you know, even if with with masturbation, you're emotionally attaching to something, whether it's right. your own hand or your imagination or something that's on the screen. If you're watching the screen for too long, your dopamine is now saying, hey, this is what turns me on, not the touch of another human being. So you're doing that. You're you know, you do it over a period of time. And the studies have shown that people actually lose that level of connection It's mm-hmm. in your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now, you know, you get into a situation where you're making love, but in your brain, it's like, well, this isn't fun enough, you know, because you just saw this scene that's just, you know, this perfect person with this other thing. And then, you know, and then three other people, all all types of just weirdness just keeps showing up. So, and you can't, uh, you just get to a point where you don't connect. And that's the main thing about obviously making love. It's a level of connection that you can't have with any other person at that time, hopefully, depending Mm -hmm. on what you're into. But, but you know, if you can't connect on that level, then you run into some serious problems. So it's, uh, it's, it's a problem. It's becoming more problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's more resources popping up for, right. for, uh, men to address that. Yeah. Because I, I do want to just reiterate it, it, it rewires your brain and that's, and, and not necessarily mm-hmm. in a good way. So what steps can a man take to make both sex and their relationship better? Um, I would say focus in on your why. Um, It's like, why are you taking care of your body? Um, And, you know, because you have to have that in order to go through the processes. It is difficult to, you know, like I said, I went from a five. I'm now a nine on that scale. And it's, it's a reverse engineering everything you learned in life. I learned that you're supposed to eat meat. You're supposed <laughs> mm-hmm. to eat every day, morning, breakfast is the best meal of the day. You got to eat. Um, now you got to stay up and watch Netflix and binge that. <sighs> and, yeah. mm-hmm. and, you know, um, you know, stay you, you, stress. <laughs> it's just stress. It's just all around. We're even looking for stress. So now it's like, well, how do you turn all of those different things around? And that's the reason why, you know, with the ECS, um, um, the energy sleeps, um, exercise, intermittent fasting, and so I turned that into a game. You score yourself with a five in each one of those categories or mm-hmm. zero if you don't hit your goals. And that way you're able to see over a, a period of days your patterns. So really what you're doing is changing your patterns. And mm-hmm. once, you know, for men, 
if if the issue is that your drive is going down or that you're becoming more afraid because you can't get the erections that you used to, mm-hmm. then obviously that's taken away from your relationship. So you have to pay attention to the physical side and the mental side will come along with it. I mean, it's, it's there for the entire journey. But, the, <laughs> you know, if your confidence goes up, ask me how confident I was with being a five as compared to being a nine. Sure. Huge difference. And there's a huge difference in my actual level of health all around. So now, um, you know, I'm not worried or my confidence isn't an issue. You know, uh, I feel, you know, emboldened. It's like, oh yeah, I, I, I can satisfy her. And so mm-hmm. I feel better. And so now it's not, you know, instead of trying to avoid touch, I'm moving towards touch. So and why are you doing that? Why are you getting healthier? Because you really enjoy having that good relationship with your woman. <laughs> Well, and, and I think that is, I don't, I don't think we can add anything more to that than, than what you just said. I think you stated it perfectly. So Brian, where can people learn more about you, your, your system? And I love the fact that, that this has been gamified because I think that gets people, you know, that, that hooks people in a, in a different way. So where can mm-hmm. people learn about you? Sure. So you can go to youtube.com backslash Brian Ayers. It's B-R-I-A-N-A-Y-E-R-S. 23, like Michael Jordan, like LeBron <laughs> James, um, Brian Ayers, 23 at YouTube, um, on YouTube.com. And, or, and for the ECS 25, you can go to ESEIS25.com and you can find out about the program. We have a coaching program that goes along with that. Uh, we actually have uh, group trainings. So, you know, it's, it's always good for uh, men to hear because a lot of times we believe we're the only ones and it's like, no, I'm on the yeah, phone no. all the time with yeah. guys. <laughs> so. Right. I, I hear that. Yeah. So while you probably didn't get married just for sex, physical intimacy is one of the things many both desire and expect. And when it isn't happening, it can really be devastating. And it's also hard to talk about, even with each other. So pretending everything is okay isn't the answer. Taking proven action is, and you've heard about one one way to do that today. So the question will be, what will help you? And I hope one of the things that will help you is to continue listening to this show. And until next week, stay loving.